Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. And welcome back to We're the Walking Dead Episode 2 It's episode 13, man Episode <laughs> Listen, two. How do you say episode two. Yeah, we're basing it off episode two. So this is the new season of Where the Walking Dead. Sure. Okay. Volume two. <laughs> this is your host E or Ian. Don't listen to the other. Shucky. Uh, don't listen to the other podcasts <laughs> where they call me uh, Shucky. That is not a thing. And I am joined by my main man Menti. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm great, man. How are you? You know, I could be better actually, but we'll get to that. <laughs> All right, don't ask me. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I guess I'm cool. <laughs> so uh, you watched the episode last night, correct? Before we get into that, if you're oh. new around here, this is a spoiler-ridden show. Ah, uh, yes. If you're not caught up on the books, you're not caught up on the TV show, this is all things Walking Dead, but there is no hold bars, spoilers out the wazoo. All right, so spoiler alert right now. You name it. I was gonna. I was going to mention that. You beat me to it. Sure, you were. I was. Come on, man. <laughs> so, uh, not too much news for the comics yet, as we're no. waiting for the next issue. So no, we're just it's... gonna jump right into uh, TV series. A little bit of news here and there too. But uh, first and foremost, I guess we should start with last night's episode. Yes. Your thoughts first. I didn't hate it. I know a lot of people did, but I didn't hate it. Uh, it, it bothered me to some degree because of how horrible everybody seemed to be with guns all of a sudden. Everybody's nailing headshots from like 30 feet away constantly, hitting zombies left and right with headshots. Then all of a sudden they start with they have automatic weapons and they go into an all out war with somebody who's like 12 feet from them and they can't even get a leg shot. Like, <laughs> every, like nobody was hit. <laughs> yeah for for those of you that uh follow us on twitter i was live tweeting last night and the only tweet that i sent out that got a little bit of love uh was the one where i said basically that the uh uh stormtroopers are now considered marksmen compared to the all-out war that was going on last yeah, night pitiful it, it was incredible how bad of a shot all of a sudden everybody was yeah and the other thing that little things that kind of irk me now with this show because now i'm starting to look at the finer details of what what makes this show and the cinematography that goes into it if you're in the apocalypse and you're in all-out war with this other group why are you just shooting relentlessly these bullets where in an apocalypse you'd think bullets are pretty hard well, to come by i don't that doesn't bother me because oh, if, come on if somebody's shooting at you i don't care how many bullets you have you're shooting back you're not gonna go let's be sparing guys <sighs> it's just i, I know they have assault rifles as well but you know what one or two shots i know but i'm just saying is it wait in till the you I see the white of their eyes in the idea <laughs> in the idea of an apocalypse you just think you'd be more thoughtful I get, of your of your ammunition and I of get your, your guns thought process there it makes sense except for the fact that you're being shot at you know, like if they were talking about walkers if those were just a group of walkers who were walking at them yeah no they would have been knives and hatchets and nobody right. would have shot a bullet but these are all people who were shooting at you 
I get it. I get it. You're not going to get close enough to use anything else, so let's not spare them. Let's make sure we don't get shot. I get it. I mean, just the other little things. And what happened? They still got shot. Oh, God. Well, I mean, I liked liked the ploy, but my my biggest thing with the episode, I didn't... Oh, boy. I got to take a breath here. Both of the episodes. Okay, so the criticisms that I've heard from both episode one and episode two is... Uh, the first episode, the biggest criticism I heard was, okay, so you're, you're talking about constantly, you only have to kill one guy. Just got to kill Negan. That's all you got to do is kill Negan. So you go up there with all these rifles and cars that are all armored up, and you've got all these guns hanging out everywhere, and no one thought to bring a sniper if he decided to walk out and have a little one-on-one with Rick. Really? Nobody decided. So in the second episode, we saw that lady with the bow and arrow become a marksman out of nowhere, yeah. snagging people in the neck. I think I tweeted Legolas has joined uh, the the, yeah, the yeah. crew from Alexandria. She, I mean, <laughs> she was incredible, but why wasn't she there at the compound with Negan? Yeah. Like the sanctuary, he could have taken an arrow to the face and that would have ended everything. Well, first of all, it's plot armor. Well, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna revisit I love that. that term. I'm gonna plot re- armor. I'm gonna revisit that a little bit later, but the also the whole terminology that they built up last season last season last as Negan last Negan I was gonna say Negan last season was we are Negan or I am Negan or we you know what I mean like how even if you kill Negan it's still the group that's the threat well except for the so, in the second episode I mean even though it was proven that they should have just killed him in the first place Jesus was right when he was like it's not about the workers right and some people were just trying to survive there are cooks who were there there are kids who were sure there. there are people who are just trying to make it so not everybody is Negan. And I and I'm totally for that too. I mean it's uh I don't know. I don't know. I, I for me the biggest thing that's really bothering me this season is they're having a really 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 hard time trying to tell a story. Like sure, the ac- action sequences from last night, particularly the one with Rick uh wrestling around with the one of the saviors or sav- or scrav wow, wow, I can't talk. S- what is it? Scavengers? One of the scavengers or saviors, I can't remember. I don't know. They were saviors. They were saviors. Okay. So the guy that he was wrestling around with, like, that was a pretty intense action scene. Yeah. And what used to, what used to be really awesome with The Walking Dead is it was all, um, it was all drama. It was all quiet, it, you know, in the early seasons. And then, bit, there was all of a sudden there was this action. And I thought that was a great sequence, but it's just like this nonstop action for no reason. And there's no... There's no I mean, driving of the plot. They were taking out all the outposts. That makes sense. So if they're trying to take out the sanctuary, they were making sure the sanctuary doesn't have backup. So I get the plot there. I get that thought process. And I, and I liked a lot of what I saw, but you're right. It was relentless. It was just, and it was, it was sometimes hard to follow because of, right. of whose, whose perspective we're now looking at. Or, or like the whole time when that dude was fighting Rick, I'm thinking, oh, Daryl's going to come save the day. But no, he didn't. Yeah, like you think you'd know by now when, you, when it's the two of them going into a building you'd stick together like why would no, you separate I, I mean, because it's I don't the know. two of them they don't they don't need yeah again plot armor <laughs> and you're right you're right but so, still the, i didn't have as big of a problem as i know uh, is uh, shucky over here did um oh jeez come on man come <laughs> yeah, on ian was furious today ian yeah. talking like when i first saw ian today his <laughs> face got so red and he was stamping his feet he was pointing his finger in my face i mean i've never seen ian so mad about maybe some of dead. those things maybe all of them maybe none of them but it, it paints a good picture in you your were mind. so mad it's veins popping out of your forehead you were you were salivating it be, was gross. because man like we were talking about this the last episode you were we're in, mad we, <laughs> we're in all-out war 
right? Like this is the best part of the comic. And right now you are just the mindlessly dragging on these little things. The, the sad truth is we expected something different. We do. We expect something better. And well, we expected the comic. Right. And what has the show shown us season I after know. season recently is that they drag shit out that doesn't need to be dragged out. Right. The problem is, is, and I've said this before on this show, is that they're so scared of catching up with the book that they will draw anything out that they need to. Not everything needs to be drawn out. Some of it is good to just be simple. We don't need like them clocking the walkers. I get that that's somewhat of a cool scene, and I love the story of the, uh, I forget, what was her name? It was the, the, the one lady who just had a kid who was into the doctor. She didn't have a kid on the show, but in real life she. Had oh, a kid. Tara! Yeah, Tara. Oh, I hate Tara. Oh my well, god! I don't hate her, but I do. Oh, she's the worst. But I love that when she was eating the uh, she's the Twizzler. The yeah, the Twizzler and throwing it over the, the fifty-year-old Twizzler. And then all the uh, all the, the she thought they were they were going to use CG and stuff in the show, and she didn't realize that those were all people. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. They that were was all funny. Like, please, can you please stop? <laughs> oh, the the Talking Dead afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was pretty funny. Or no, no, no that was for the hundredth episode yeah, thing they did. Yeah, yeah, Talking yeah. Dead. That was Talking Dead. Yeah, Tara's another one. I I am not a fan of Tara at all. Not a fan. And you hated Morgan. So let's talk about Morgan for oh, a second. Oh, yeah. So you hated the Morgan scene, and I loved the Morgan scene. So my biggest thing with Morgan is it's his character's just there. There's like he's supposed to technically already have passed already versus his role in the comic. Am I not mistaken with that? He's uh, already no, died. I, th I think he's. Well, I don't remember. Was he around in all that war? Maybe he wasn't. I'm gonna have to recheck that, but I'm pretty sure Morgan is not in All Out War. I don't, I don't. We can, we can fact check that. But basically, my thing with Morgan with this episode is, out of nowhere, Morgan has gone from a guy who was totally against violence, totally against inflicting any type of pain. Not at first. No, well, right, not at first. But that's the character that we've gotten since we've known him, aside from the flashback that we got. So now, all of a sudden. Morgan has ditched his walking stick and he's now walking around with a pistol in hand. Well, you act like like that that scene wasn't just when he got rid of the walking stick. I, right. But this is the first time that we're really see, like the way that I tweeted it and, and exactly what I the mentality that I had watching it is, oh, wow. All of a sudden, Morgan is 007. You've got to be kidding me. Walking around like he goes down the hallway and does one-shot kills on all these saviors. Like, get out of here, man. And, and also the whole faking dead thing. That, that's, that scene was another one that really bothered me. When they opened the door, it was Morgan and two other guys, and they're just caught by surprise somehow. The fact that there were saviors in there, and they unload automatics yeah, on him, and he, gets, he doesn't even get... He gets shot, what, in the arm, I think, maybe? Stupid. Well, I know. I, I think that was good, too. Because, look, there was a time that Morgan was nothing but a crazed man in a room full of guns. Sure. Sniping people from that window. Sure. I mean, that's all he did. So it doesn't him being a sharpshooter is that makes makes sense to me. This is a this is a man who is so well trained with that staff. And we know how accurate and deadly he can be with that staff is now letting loose with two pistols. It it just the whole you're, you're right. He did die before issue 100. He so did. He, he died yep. in issue 83. Yep. So he was bitten, uh, got his arm amputated. Yes. Uh, and then still died. Yes. So. <laughs> Again, that's not really the greatest death for Morgan, and I'm presuming if they're not going to keep him, he's probably going to get something a little bit more of a better send-off. But again, like the whole going back to the whole gunfight sequence that they had throughout this entire episode, a waste of 30 minutes, 
No one can hit a single target, yet Morgan's walking around with a pistol, one shot killing everybody. I loved that scene, though. <sighs> him walking through and just taking people out. Yeah, it was it badass. He doesn't care anymore. It was bad. His and, morals are gone. And and, and that, I love that. Like that you could see the conflict in his eyes when he's when he's approached by the guy he wanted to kill more than anyone yeah, else. Yeah, who was that guy? That was the dude who kept pushing him on the bridge the last season. Remember they were uh, with the kingdom and they were. Oh doing, my god! Yeah, he was the oh one who kept wow! Pushing their buttons. That was the dude he. I wanted was wondering to kill. who that was. I was like, who the heck is this guy that he's got a problem with? That was the dude he wanted. It would have been even more, more badass. It would have been even more badass than if he just walked up and shot him. He maybe still does. He you could should see have. It, you could see it in his face. He's got. He's he's conflicted right there. So okay, I'll level with you on that then. I do like the I I now that you've explained it to me that way, I do like I do respect that character growth that he's gone through. But just the fact that it happened all in one episode was well, it, it was just it was our first time seeing him right. be badass. Right, like I think people were tweeting like Morgan in straight beast mode or clear yeah. clear mode. I think he he's like now that I'm clear or something like that. Oh, clear minded or whatever, but going, going clear. What is that Scientology? Yeah. So it's, <laughs> I, I, res, I respect what you're saying He's in terms of levels. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> so he was, I, he was possessed by Tom. Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> John Travolta showed up. Anyway. So <laughs> I, again, I still have gripes with that whole sequence of events. I, I get where you're coming from with his character development. I, what I, the only thing I will say is, is now his character, if if that is the case, his character needs to stay consistent with that. Now, I think he'll eventually become a nice mix of both, depending on if he survives any longer. I mean, it's gotcha. it's plain to see that the crew loves him. Right? Like they made such a big deal about him coming back. Yeah. When he showed up with the stick. Remember in Talking Dead, they talked about how they like. He the, he wasn't allowed. He had to stay in bed and breakfasts and stuff, and he wasn't allowed to be seen in public. Yeah, I mean, so they, Scott Gimple and oh, you know Kirkman, Scott. they all seem to love him. Well, so he might stick around. Well, my other so here's here's wouldn't so, surprise me if you know who if uh, if the if uh, the priest dies first. What is his name? I can't think of his name. Gabriel. Great. So if Gabriel dies first, and Morgan t- is his replacement. And here, um, okay, maybe that's my other. That's the other thing I wanted to comment on too. Is if we're in quote-unquote, all-out war, why has no one died yet? Well, why haven't we gotten a single... Like, that's the other thing. There's because no, no one really died except for people we didn't know. Well, sure, but... but well, one thing to keep in mind when you've got three towns worth of people is that there's going to be a lot of deaths that mean nothing to us. But that's the whole point, I think, of this season is if, if you're in a phase, right, of this, of this show and you're, you're calling it all-out war and we have yet to have... Any casualties that gonna, mean anything yeah, to the viewer? Yeah, comic. It didn't mean as much then either. It was just awesome with the way that they portrayed it. Right, but all look, Holly died. Like, right. who the hell cares? Well, look at Morgan. We've already, we've Morgan should have already been gone by now. We haven't had a casualty since really since Glenn but that's mo- meant anything. Well, no, Abraham. Well, Glenn and Abraham were the same episode, right? Though. And then the Doctor, even though that was Abraham, oh. it should have oh. been Abraham. Right. Well, the Doctor, and then um, right, the Doctor who uh, Negan. Uh, who Negan had someone Dwight, shoot, right? Dwight shot her with and the then uh, Negan cutting out the stomach of uh, what's his face. But but still, but, like those are those are taught. What, are a, gr- ta- what those- a great line too when he goes when when uh, you saying you you know shot her with the arrow and he goes I wasn't aiming for her. Yeah, it's it was a great line. Oh, it was great. But it's but you know what I mean. There's no there's no like there, real there tension. There wasn't before. There is tension because we as comic fans understand where it's kind of going. But I'm talking. I'm speaking more directly to the viewer, the people who are watching the show who have no idea what's well, so going on. So then they don't know if there is intention or not. We do, but they don't. I mean, anybody could die at any moment for uh, for them. Right. We have a better understanding because of the reading the books. 
Sure. So All Out is All Out War is my favorite arc because of how clever it is and what it led up to. All of the deaths of Abraham and everything in the books leading up to this moment is the payoff was the war, not necessarily people dying. It was right. the, it was the overthrow of Negan, right? So that's what we're starting to see, and it was it's not it's not losing people. I don't really care if we lose anybody. I just want to see the war take place in the in, in a similar fashion to the book. And instead, what they're doing is they're dragging out areas that I don't care about. Right. Well, that's what I mean in terms of losing like, the crowd. Like, people he, want to... Like, yes, last season, and we've been missing action from Walking Dead, and Scott Gimple even made a comment about that. Like, this little sly remark, basically, like, um, you know, there's a lot of action, and there's going to be more of it. Uh, it's it's to get people to watch but you need you need more substance than just gunfights in in action you know what i mean you need actual substance that's pushing you towards like what is going to be the consequence of this all out well, war and what's building up to that wasn't that kind of the last season wasn't the season before it all of that work all of that pre-work i mean that whole season was a setup what season 6 season or season 7 yeah. i'm sorry season 7 was setting up all out war all sure it and took now, a whole season to do it. Well, that's because they draw everything out. Right. We know that. The pro- again, I go back to my main point with you is that our problem is we expected something different. Sure. That's almost our fault. Look, here's yeah. the thing. At the end of the day, I'm still watching the show, right? I, there right. used to be another host on this show. <laughs> so R.I.P. So, some of us, some of us <laughs> gave up on it. Right. I, and I'm still watching it because I still really like the comic. And I, and I want to support comic-related shows, especially when you think about all of comic-related TV. Walking Dead is still pretty premier prime it's, stuff. It's the only one that's holding on. That's what I'll say. I mean, it's you, you, you think of like Arrow and Flash and Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, and Preacher. Humans. Well, no, Preacher to me is upper echelon of, of comic TV. Ah, you know, okay. Walking Dead, Preacher, You're Outcast, saying mainstream. Mainstream Not mainstream, stuff. but quality. Right. There's quality to the show. Whether or not you have a problem with the writing or whether or not you have a problem with, the, with, uh, with, with plot holes and stuff like that, we, we can forgive a lot about the zombie apocalypse, but we get really mad when two characters talk instead of one shooting them. <laughs> like, the, the way, the, this is what I think about this show. When you look at this, ver- when you look at Walking Dead versus Game of Thrones, right? Okay. Game of Thrones is a steak. Walking Dead is potato chips. Don't get me wrong. I love potato chips, mm. but it's not the substance that it once was. There was a right. time that we believed there not. was a lot more going on in Walking Dead than there is now. And right now it's a lot of fluff. And that's because, in my opinion, the people who are working on the show are terrified of having to be original. They're terrified of having to take the book, uh, having to take the show in a direction the book no longer went because they're real close to catching up. So they're doing everything possible to draw this crap out as long as they can. They didn't have to do that season one through five. But now that they're getting close, we're not that far along in the book now. Right. We've got, so once All Out War is done, we got Whispers and then Whispers War and then what's happening now. Right. That's, that's a couple, see, well, I mean, with Scott Kimple and everybody, that's going to be like 20 seasons. But yeah. normally this should be like three seasons. Well, another way that they're trying to, help keep at least i think uh their current fandom as well is uh scott gimple and the producers were talking about bringing characters back from prior seasons that was the stupidest reveal yeah who cared about that guy so talk to us a little bit about that menti uh, i don't even remember that dude's name when he popped Morales. up I'm like, who the hell is this and then i was like oh it's the dude from season one who left with his parents or left with his kid Cool. No, he was the one who they so Mor- so for those that are listening that are that 
needed a refresher because I even needed a refresher. Like, who the heck is this guy? This is dumb. That was a stupid reveal. Morale. Big, big surprise. What? No. Morales no. was uh, one of the original characters Dude. in season one, episode two. Let's hope Scott Gimple never throws a surprise party. Yeah, that was. It would be the weakest surprise party in the world. It's funny because it was even tweeted before the like show. Cake? Well, here's Shepard's pie. <laughs> uh, he tweeted. <laughs> Walking Dead tweeted before the show that there was a big reveal or a big surprise at the end of the episode. So I was so excited, like, all right, I'm making it through this crappy episode. What's at the end? It wasn't that bad. Anyways, and who comes up? And I'm like, Rick is looking at this guy. I'm like, oh, my God, who is it? And I'm seeing, like, the the, the over-the-shoulder shot. I'm like, who the heck is this person? Hey, Rick. And they show Morales. So Morales, to go back to what I was saying earlier, uh, was from season one, was with the original crew with Rick and Glenn in atlanta and is actually the one who brought them back to the caravan i guess you could say that they had with all the rvs when they when they put all the goop on them yeah when they were trying to escape like the department store and stuff so basically rick and the crew left and back when merle got stuck on the roof merle (laughs) and uh merle 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 He's Korean. All right, all right, all right. And uh, anyways, Rick left him a pistol with a couple bullets in it, and they went on their merry way, and that was the last we saw of Morales. Now, all of a sudden, we're seeing Morales in season eight. And I'm supposed to care. Eight. And somehow, way, shape, or form, he made it from Atlanta when he was supposed to be going to Alabama, I think it was. Who cares? I don't care. Something like that. I don't care. I don't care about this guy. To your point, I... Don't care. Don't care whatsoever. Do not do not give. I don't Mm-mm. I would love to I would love to hear from you guys actually any comments or whatever to know why is that such a shocking reveal to you? Was because any, did anybody go woo? Yeah. Well, a lot of people even on Twitter and everything, a lot of the responses, it was all like, "Oh my god, I was so shocked." Why were you shocked? Why? Because it's care before? Because it's a character who was maybe in like, like one episode? If Zombie Merle showed up, yeah, okay, that'd be crazy. That'd be dope. No, but that wasn't. But it wouldn't never happen. Maybe even if it was like the doctor guy from the uh, the what was the from the laboratory? Yeah, in the very yeah. Like oh well, yeah, my god, that would be a shocker. How did he survive? Right, that, that's something. I'd There'd be, be more questions. But just some dude. There was a lot of dudes. Yeah, <laughs> it's it it was it was definitely no shock value there for me, and and it's again it's. Are you, are you going to drag him out? Is he going to be there for an episode or two and then die? Like w- like what is the big purpose of having him? Having him back and my to reflect back on my phrase earlier, plot armor, you're holding a gun to Rick and you expect me to be terrified. And that's how you're going to leave the episode when I know Rick isn't going to die. <laughs> so stupid. So I, stupid. I do love the term plot armor. And I think that's going to be a recurring theme because plot armor is a great one. Dude, it's like of all the characters in there, like even people are like, oh, Carl's going to die. No. Carl, Rick, they all have the thickest Carl, plot Rick armor. Carl, Rick, and Michonne are, are good. Yeah. Daryl's the only questionable one he's because he doesn't the really wild card. affect anything. Right. But he's not going anywhere. I yeah. mean, they lost a million viewers when they killed Glenn. They're yeah. so scared of that. Look, AMC is too scared to be, to be edgy anymore. It, it's very true. AMC but- does not have a cash cow anymore. And because of that, hopefully this premiere thing does well so they can stop being so scared right. of, uh, of losing viewers and... Make the show good again and earn your viewers. Right. Well, even to that point, too, with AMC not being the cash cow, not trying to be too original or giving a little bit more leniency to AMC's uh, top shows like Walking Dead with things like language. Right. So, yeah. When, is, when is, isn't Negan supposed to be cursing like up a storm now? What so, happened to that? 
with one of the um <clears throat> I can't remember where I found it, but one of the articles I read was saying the news was confirmed by Fear the Walking Dead showrunner Dave Erickson revealed last month that he discovered the guidelines had been relaxed with writers now allowed to incorporate two uses of the word into one season oh, of the F-bomb. Stupid. So I guess we're going to be savoring for the moment when Negan can use the F-bomb twice in this season. Which, yeah, that's dumb. I mean, we'll, we'll see if that's, if that's true I, or I not. But so, I was so excited for that news because, again, when you go back and you watch Negan's first speech, Uncensored, is a thing of beauty. It's chilling, actually. It's so it's so good. It's night and day. How different it is from what we saw on TV to what Jeffrey Dean Morgan actually brought with raw emotion. Un unbelievable. And I was waiting actually for season seven, the Blu-ray release, to have just all expletives because That's I know what Jeffrey they Dean said. Well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan even stated that they do two different takes, and maybe I think you and I talked about this actually that maybe it was just for that one scene. Uh, one episode with Glenn and Abraham that uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was saying that they basically do a show take, the one that's aired, the one that everyone sees on TV, and an F take. I would love to see a Negan F take of a whole season. It would be give incredible. Me Just give, me, give me Negan as Negan's supposed to be. Like, yeah. But I get it. Neutered Negan kind of has to happen. I agree. Speaking of Negan, though, too, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan did highlight that we may be getting a little backstory on Negan Ooh. this season. So Back, were, Co Coach Negan. Coach Negan. Coach Negan and his wife Lucille. Yeah. Were you able to read into uh the what was it on Image? Yeah, uh, the Im Image Weekly. So Image Comics releases a a weekly magazine, and for 12 issues they did the the uh, origin of Negan. And I gotta say. I'm sorry, I thought it what stopped. Are you gonna say? I thought it stopped recording. <laughs> I just wanted to add a dramatic pause. Um, I, the, just the very first image of him putting the Lucille bat together is one of the coolest walking dead pages ever. I will, I ever. would love to see that on the screen, but it's yes. The, the Lucille story is it's heartbreaking how he loses his wife and why he names the bat Lucille and how, and coach Negan with all the kids around him. It's, it's hard to look at Negan and think about him with kids. Right. <laughs> it's funny. Um, I could see him being awesome with kids, though. Like well, that's why I love that. He is comment. exactly the way he is, right? Just as a gym teacher, right? And it's awesome. Like I think, I think it would be really good to include some of those things from that comic in the show because I think that would help give all the viewers who hate Negan, who despise him, to give kind of like the I kind of feel yeah, bad for this guy. You're supposed to kind of hate Negan. Well, sure, it's, but you're at not the same... supposed to like him until later. Like we love Negan. I mean, even when we hated Negan, we loved to hate Negan. Exactly. And, and no, I don't think anyone true. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are, but they're not. They're not the majority. People, most people, love to hate him. Like the governor, you just hated him. Like there was no a redeeming. There was no quality. in between. He just sucked. Yeah. Like, but Negan is he just, just so. Sucked. He's just so funny. <laughs> he's so funny. He's I, great. Jeffrey D. Morgan is one of the best things to happen. So just like Princess is one of the coolest things to happen in the books, Jeffrey yes. D. Morgan is one of the best things to happen to the show in a while. I, I completely agree with that. Princess, and by the way, for those who maybe not listen to the last one or maybe not reading the books, Princess is the newest character that's been added to the Walking Dead show who's pretty much their Deadpool. Oh, you mean the Walking Dead comic? Comic, excuse me. Comic. Yeah. And comic. she's dope. She's she dope. She seems like she's going to be a blast. I can't wait for the next issue because you, I don't think anyone's going to like her. <laughs> I hope I hope the show speeds up so that we can actually see her on TV. It would be nice if they just added her. That I mean, would be so, so dope. So they don't want to add Clementine, who's such a cool character from the uh, from the from Telltale the tel games. Yeah, the Telltale series. The little girl from that, so cool. And there was rumor that she, they were going to add her and yeah. either Fear or Walking Dead, and they're not doing that. So it's like, come on, guys. 
you get all these cool characters and stuff and you want to make a brand new show with fear it's use use some of the coolness that you have well Dude, like the books road to woodbury is so good yeah that one i have to finish so i have to finish that one good the characters are beautiful yeah and, and then they could make a great show mm. they just did a show called woodbury instead of fear the walking dead it was the origin of Woodbury and the origin of, uh, of the governor, mm. which if you've never read Rise of the Governor is so cool because the governor is just is not who you think he is. Right. And that's what I love so much about it is when I read that book, I was floored by how much rich backstory that character has. And I despised him so much. But I love him in Rise of the, Gov- Rise of the Governor. Yeah. Even Follow the Governor is great because you're seeing everything from the other point of view. So like Rick and all them are characters from time to time, but it's not doesn't focus on them whatsoever. It's all they, from his point it, of view. It's well Woodbury's point of view. Correct, Woodbury's it's, point of view. It, that's what if I mean. you've never read those books, it is well worth your time. Right, and I, and I like even in the show they spent a couple episodes doing uh, backstory on the. Well, governor. they did. They didn't do backstory, but there is one that really hints at it, and it it doesn't make sense unless you watch the book. So remember after he kills all the people. Remember, um, so all they're like, what are we going to do? And he's going to leave. And the governor just opens fire and kills them all and then just walks away. Right. Right. In that scene when he's just sitting on the log by the fire and somebody comes up and says, what's your name? And he goes, Brian. That's a huge moment that passes over anybody who's never read that book. Right. Because they don't really actually give you any detail to that. But really what happens is Philip Blake is not Philip Blake. So to spoil that book, since this is this show, uh, <laughs> Philip Blake is the brother of who we know as the governor. Oh. So Brian Blake is, is, is his, the governor, is the governor, but he goes by Philip. He took the persona of his brother when his brother was killed. So that moment is him becoming Brian again. And Brian is a little weakling. Yeah. Brian took his brother's persona because he was too weak to actually save his niece. So when, when Penny dies... Penny's his niece. Right. And, that, and he was part of the reason why Penny, got, why Penny died, which is a, a huge point wow. of contention between Philip yep. and... I'm going to be reading these books so now. so good. Wow. So that, when that moment happened in the show, I went, oh, wow, get out of here. Well, that kind of makes me angry now, because if there were all these books talking that much about the governor, and we get little snippets of Negan's backstory, makes... No, it I makes me so angry. I don't now. want them to necessarily give me Negan's backstory now. Like you know, when I think Negan's backstory is going to be great, when he's in jail, when the oh, big, when after the, all that war, you're saying after all that war is done, to and, keep his character still relevant is and, and, unless uh, unless they decide to kill him off, which would be a shock. But oh god, to they, I'll, I, I will never will. watch that show. I will stop watching that show if they do that. Because if they it, when he goes to jail and and everybody questions Rick's authority because they're like you're gone soft and all in. That's a good thing to go into the basement and give me Negan's backstory while zooming into him in the prison with his with his face all tattered, you know, and we're getting old man Rick. Well, if 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 this season plays out the way we think it might and let's say all that war happens the first half of the season and then the second half of the season is that time jump and maybe then we have maybe that would be a good time and maybe that plays into Jeffrey Dean Morgan that, talking about Negan's backstory. You're absolutely right. They should time jump right in the mid-season. I think that they, would be perfect. If they draw all that war to a full season, we got a problem because it's not enough material. Yeah. All that war was just a couple issues. Yeah, especially with the way that season uh I'm sorry, episode 1 ended and then you don't even pick up episode 2 like what happened to Gabriel and Negan. We have no idea. Now we have to wait a whole another episode well, for they, that. Well, that's normal. 
That's normal. But, they they yeah. have so, the show has so many pl- subplots going on at the same time. That's normal. Yeah, but still, it's it, you didn't need to address all the things that this last episode did when so many things happened. Like that one big moment in in episode one, the whole episode was based on, and he left it at that. You know what I mean? So I, I guess we'll see what happens, but you know that's what I think it's gonna be. All right. Well, I mean. I think we've we bitched enough. Yeah, I've complained enough for <laughs> I, the day. I, I, I feel I feel to, better. I, I want feel better. To realize this though before we before we cut off today's show. I want everyone to realize that as much as we're complaining, we complain out of love. Oh, because it's, I will it's say passion. It's this, not love. It's passion. This is still <laughs> one of my favorite, if not my favorite, comic book. I love the Walking Dead book so much, and I love the show for what the show is. My, it's it's almost like. You ever hear the saying, you, you, you push the people you love the hardest right? because you know they could do better? That's what I feel about this show. I agree. If I hated this show, if this was like the Inhumans or something, we, we wouldn't this, have a show. This show would have ended. I agree. But the fact that we're still doing the show means we still care. So if you're, if you're a huge Walking Dead fan and you're listening to this, like, these guys suck. They're doing just, they're just complaining <laughs> the whole time. It's because I know they can do better because I've seen what they can do when they're not scared to push the envelope. Exactly. But right now they're so scared and it bothers me. <laughs> AMC has become the worst thing for this show because they're terrified. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would have something to say, but all I'm going to say is exactly what I'm going to say what he said. You said it. You said it all. Okay. Well, that's a good way to wrap it up. Awesome. Well, thank you guys very much. We will see you soon. Um, You know, we'll see what happens in episode three. Maybe hopefully the uh, next issue of the comic will be out the next time we're on. So until then, this is E. If you like the show, comment, like, share, subscribe. All of that stuff goes a long way. So we appreciate any of the support from you. If you want to hear anything particular, let us know. This is as much your show as it is. is, Let me try that again. This is as much your show as it is ours. So if you don't want to hear us complain, let us know. We're all about sharing. Yeah, sharing is caring. All right. Menti, I'm out. I'm out. This is E. See you later.